Dear Supply Chain Community, my name is Klaus Imping, I'm the CEO of MSE Solutions. Being the host today, I would like to give you a warm welcome for our start of the new podcast series under the title C4E2E. C4E2E stands for C-Level and Senior Executives for Supply Chain Integration and Digitalization. We truly believe that supply chain, that end-to-end, -end, that integration, that digitalization, all this has C-level and senior executive relevance and should get your, should get C-level attention. But C-levels often have some distance to these topics. These topics appear functional, they appear technical, they do not appear obviously strategic. But we also truly believe that end-to-end -end integration by means of digitalization has the power of the next industrial revolution. It has the disruptive power of a real game changer and who understands and applies this first will change the game. This perfectly describes the background, the motivation and the direction of this podcast format. We have a talk about, we want to talk about relevant topics with relevant people in a comprehensible way. The purpose, we want to build access to the topic of end-to-end -end supply chain integration and digitalization for those ones who are needed to initiate and drive this change independent whether they are supply chain experts and appear experienced in supply chain or not. One sentence to our setup, it will be a chat format of approximately 15 minutes and it will be a combination of in-person and remote as you can see and this being said I would like to Welcome my colleague, Dr. Andreas Rabke, connected from our office in Chicago, Illinois. Good morning, Andreas. Andreas. Thank you for having me. Hey. Andreas is an experienced supply chain consultant, and he will be the moderator of our podcast. We do have a very nice sofa, and it's yellow. Why is it yellow? We have developed a thought-leading concept called S&OX a while ago. And the X is a wild card for the P of S&OP and the E of SNOE. SNOE is the always-on real-time planning in the short-time horizon, while SNOP is the more cyclical monthly plan, more strategic, preparing the grounds but not necessarily linked to the noise and to, to the disruptions of the real life. SNOX talks about the integration of both and the importance of the underrepresented SNOE process. We associate associated colors to SNOX. SNOP and IBP is blue, SNOE is yellow, and the transactional execution is red. So our sofa, our yellow sofa, represents speed, agility, resilience, as well as efficiency attributes and benefits that integration and digitalization of end-to-end -end supply chain and the establishment of a profound SNOE process should bring. I'm very proud to welcome Dr. Wolfgang Parch as our guest for our first and initial podcast today. Hello, Wolfgang. Wolfgang Parch is the inventor of supply chain management. He has been the first person on this planet who used the word supply chain management for a concept of cross-functional integration along the value stream. And we think that couldn't be a better start for our podcast than having a chat with you, Wolfgang, about supply chain management 40 years ago, more than 40 years ago, and today. Thanks for being with us and, and uh, for kicking off 
the C4E2E podcast with us today. It's a pleasure being here with you. And I have spent uh, my whole professional life in supply chain management and run hundreds of projects. I've led the global supply chain practice of Ernst & Young for many years. And I think I have some exposure and insight into the space of supply chain. And I have not met many people and many companies that understand and adopt the vision and the principles of my supply chain management dream in a way like you do, Klaus, and like MSE Solutions representing it. Thanks for the compliment, Wolfgang. Yeah, thank you, Wolfgang. This is, uh, at the same time, this is a great way to, to start the conversation. Can you share with us what was the original vision of supply chain management? Yes, of course. So it's about 40 years back from now. I had a dream, uh, so like uh, Martin Luther King, uh, with another content, of course. Um, my, my dream was that processes in a company uh, should not be interrupted, should uh, information shall flow seamlessly and fast in, in a company, no silos in a company, end-to-end -end supply chain management. That was my original dream. That very much sounds like something that companies are still aspiring to. Yes, absolutely. And the challenge has always remained the same. It's about uh, the combination of process, people and technology. If you want to integrate your supply chain, you cannot change just one of those three elements. You have to change all three. This is what fascinates me uh, of Klaus and MSA way. They have understood the essential importance of this combination. You call it a bit different, Klaus, but I think you support this, right? Oh, absolutely, Wolfgang. Um, thanks for, for bringing this up. We call this process system data change. Um, and the combination of these four essential elements is what we as MSE stand for. And what we are convinced is important to be combined into an integrated approach. So you mentioned the, the split between systems and data. That's, that's a very interesting approach, but let's park that for our side. Uh, Wolfgang, could you give us some, a bit more um, operational context of, of how, uh, how this topic of supply chain management started in your, in your initial project? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it, uh, This first project uh, on this earth why I was then the project manager of that was in Switzerland, in Europe. There it originated and was a company of the name of Landis and Gear. They are in the manufacturing industry of comfort control, air condition, so manufacturing industry. And uh, we uh, discovered uh, three key problems in, in that time in their supply chain. It was high inventory levels, then poor production availabilities in up and down phases in mm. the market, and poor customer service. Mm. So the solution then finally we, we found is that we developed the supply chain strategy mirrored on the corporate strategy that was important uh, what are we going to wish in the market? What, what do we want in the market? Yeah. Then we um, brought in the best fitting supply chain management methods for maximum value of low cost, 
and high customer service, for instance, make to order postponement forecasting and other supply chain ideas which were new in that time. Then it was important that we had a central supply chain management control from one single source. Using latest IT systems as supporting tools for the overall supply chain strategy was then a very important link to get uh, this rolling. However, the IT was not that sophisticated in that times. Yeah, that was that was 40 years ago. I'm sure a lot of things have changed. Um, so a lot of developments are now kind of a matter of fact. But what was challenging in the beginning? Let's let's say, for example, in the IT side. Yeah, um, data availability. Uh, that's uh, key. Was in that times and is today. But however, it was very uh, difficult to get all these uh, data. So end-to-end -end supply chain in that times was from purchasing to distribution. Uh, even within the walls, in the physical walls of one site. Mm -hmm. Today, end-to-end -end supply chain is from field to fork in the food industry, for instance. Mm -hmm. So it's the IT power that enables that. Hardware, software, cloud computing, yeah. unlimited storages. <laughs> yes, that's, that's very true. When, when, when I remember when I started my professional career um, towards the end of the 80s, fax machines, nobody knows this anymore, fax machines were state-of-the-art and we, we started to transfer data using switch lines. Today, connectivity is, is everywhere and anywhere is a matter of cause and massive computing power and systems are not only available but affordable. Yes, it's, it's surprising and this ties um, also to this data aspect that, that data availability is, is still a problem. Um, the problem now sits in the data and not in the in the technical environment. Yes. So let, let's start from the from the, basically the, the issue of, of systems is uh, or the challenge of systems is eliminated, um, and and still we see the supply chain being a, a challenging topic in itself. Um, what is what is still left? It's uh, still the combination is uh, important. Uh, technology, okay. But technology is not an end of itself. It's a lever to shape processes differently and to make people work differently. But I would think that the processes should have developed at the same time as, as the, together with the systems. Oh, oh yeah, I, I think they have, um, for sure. But I think the point that Wolfgang was, wants to make here is that today's technology does not only allow to go for an incremental change, to go for a kind of fine-tuning of processes within a site or, or within a physical plant or within a physical location, but this end-to-end -end visibility, transparency, the, the, the powerful systems, they allow to re-engineer and, and, um, and to reassemble processes completely. This is a more drastical, more fundamental, more transformational change that you're talking about, right? Yeah, you're hitting the nail cows. Not only does it allow re-engineering of processes end-to-end, -end, uh, but it forces to rethink the roles, uh, accountabilities and the organization. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the aspects that require C-level mandate to change the whole company, maybe. To make end-to-end -end integration is a game-changer. To make it disruptive, you need to touch the process and people mm -hmm. dimensions in combination with technology. It's a C-level topic. 
so you, you kind of we have now these two terms in the context of end-to-end -end supply chain management on, on the table. One is the integration and the other one is the digitalization. Mm -hmm. uh, Klaus, could you elaborate a bit on the difference between the two? Oh, I think that's, that's pretty simple and straightforward, as, as, uh, at least uh, in the way how I define it. For me, digitalization is the means to the end. And the end, the purpose, is the process integration. I always use the example of car driving um, because it's very simple and we all know what, what car driving is about to explain process integration. And imagine, imagine the function of driving a car would be split into three roads. One for the side, one for the pedals, one for the steering. And these three functional drivers need to constantly communicate uh, with each other to, to move the car. Process integration is combining multiple functions, split functions into one role. And the advantage in terms of speed, efficiency, agility, reactiveness is self-explanatory, I think. Yet, most of the supply chains still drive their car, their supply chain car with multiple drivers, with, a, with, a, with functional drivers. But I think this example also nicely explains the change challenge, because changing roles reshaping traditional principles from three functional drivers into one, um, changing organizations is, is not self-inflating. Self That's a great metaphor, Klaus. Uh, it really nicely explains both the game-changing power as well as the importance of the C-level attention. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My message mm -hmm. to the C-suite, pay attention to these next wave of industrial revolution. Get prepared and disrupt instead of being disrupted. Feel free to contact me or Klaus for a deeper diving chat. I think this is already a great summary for this first podcast. The one topic we have glossed over a little bit, um, and part of it because it is very complex, is the topic of data integration. But I'm sure we will have a, a separate uh, episode just on this particular topic. Is that right, Klaus? Oh, absolutely, Andy, yes. Um, this, this topic is too important and, and usually absolutely underrepresented in the discussions. So I think um, we, we, we shouldn't put this under the carpet, but we we'll definitely revisit this in one of our, our next podcasts in, in our series. But first of all, thank you, Wolfgang, um, for being with us today. Really proud to have the inventor of supply chain sitting on in the podcast number one on our yellow C4E2E so far. Thank you very much for, um, for being here. I think we definitely will continue our discussion as well um, in subsequent podcasts we, because we just scratched the, first, uh, the surface, but I think we, we shed some interesting light um, in supply chain management and their challenges um, 40 years ago and today, and it doesn't seem to be completely different. Yeah. So, Thank you very much. And, uh, I'm happy to be here and to see my dream is still living and in good hands. Thank you. Thank you so much, Bob. <laughs> Thank you, very, very kind. I'm looking forward to our podcast episode number two, which um, will be broadcasted in approximately two weeks. And I'm, um, I'm uh, proud and, um, and amazed to announce that this podcast number two will be a chat with John Sickard, the CEO of Kinexis. We all know Kinexis is one of the leaders in the supply chain planning scene. And we are going to talk about recent developments and trends and news from a supply chain planning perspective. Stay tuned. Hope to see you again there. Thank you for today. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.